is episode number 18, the Sebastian Aho show. What do you think of that that e- Elon intro? That was something. That that was kind of like a pirate. I liked it. It was kind of like a I pirate. get it. It was like it was a play on Aho. At first I thought this is just like your new intro to the show that you're going to start every episode with like some sort of ahoy there, but okay, I get it now. Now it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make some fun play on words. Last year was the what's up for foi or future watch auto. <laughs> that's a that's a really deep dive. Like you'd have to really be into the hobby to know about that one. I think people could probably get behind the aho there a little bit more. Yeah, I'm not sure how many people picked up on that that one, but I'm glad you did. And uh welcome back to the show. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, I've had a bit of a, a sabbatical, but uh, I, I have actually like sort of stopped paying attention to cards for like a month. Like the hockey season started and all of a sudden it was like fantasy. Now I've been like heads down, like I've got four fantasy leagues. I've been going crazy, but like I did buy all these cards over the summer. And also like our PSA order is going to be coming back soon. You've been giving me updates that's in the mail. So all of a sudden it's like, oh, damn. Yeah, I'm ready. Like now, and also it's like I bought all these cards. The whole idea was that to sell them right like you know it's an investment to hopefully like i think these players are going to go up so now it's fun to like see that apparently all cards are going up in value for the most part or a big chunk of them like this has been wild yeah and the plan for today's show is to talk about kind of the ups and bigger ups of cards because like i haven't really seen anyone that's down uh so we're going to go through some players some of the guys we bought um but before we get into that do you want to talk a little bit about what you've got coming back from psa uh, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Like, I was very excited over the summer when we first got into this hobby and I got myself a McDavid KSA 8.5 Young Guns that I had, like, bought from someone. I think it was Hamilton. Like, I drove there. It was like, I went on a whole journey to get this, like, cheaper McDavid, uh, like, off of Kijiji. And so then we shipped that over to PSA. So hopefully they're going to just, you know, take that out of the slab and put <laughs> it in a nine, a 9 out of 10 slab. I wouldn't mind that. I also bought an OV Young Guns off of Facebook Marketplace, which was probably like was very scary. And it was like at some point I had to like trust it. Like the guy was giving me all the reasons why I should trust him. And so I was like, all right, sent him that money transfer and then just like waited impatiently for it to arrive. And it came. I think it looked really good. We shipped it off like the next day. I've literally only looked at my OV and OV is like one of my favorite players. I should mention him and Eric Carlson. And it's like I looked at this card. I was like, sweet. And then right away, just like walk over to Ryan's house, <laughs> put it in the mail. So I'm really excited to see what that looks like when it comes back, hopefully also in a nine. I mean, I'll take a 10. But uh, Yeah, so this, as the story goes, we sent, I don't. it must have been 80 cards to PSA, but there was only a handful that were in kind of that upper echelon where you have to pay extra because they're worth more. So we've got uh, your Gretzky crossover coming back and then seven other cards. I've got a Brock Besser Future Watch Auto inscribed coming back. I've got the McDavid that I pulled. That I kind of just oh, want. Amazing. I just kind of want it encased. I don't even know what it's going to get. Like I think like the very, very, very max would be nine, but I'm kind of expecting eight. I just kind of want it. Um, wait. Which, by the way, is very rude. I think of upper deck. It's like I think the whole point of buying a pack is you're getting your fresh, clean cards. Like you pull a card and it's only a nine. That's not on you. That's on upper deck. Yeah, like yeah, and energy. and they do they do fix issues if it's like egregious um like if your card is like brutal they'll they'll do something for you but i get it with just like a little corner ding like that could be Mm -hmm. on you know walmart or whoever yeah of course dinged up their packs right so it's hard to i don't know it's hard to assign blame uh for stuff like that 
Um, I, there's like a ton of NHL news to cover, but I think let's start with the big, big, big news of the line A for Dubois trade. I guess Roslovic was in there as well, but we'll just <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about the main two. You're not loading up on Roslovic young guns. What's that going for right now? I don't think I've seen it. I can't imagine it's more than a buck or two. And no, I don't expect anything from him except maybe he has like a little bit more of an impact there on like a team where, you know, they run four lines, but I'm not really watching him. I can tell you like uh, they, I don't know. This is like kind of for my other podcast, but like uh, I've been watching the Columbus practice lines and today Roslovic was centering a line with Boone Jenner and Cam Atkinson. Yeah. And then, First line center, as I'm calling him now, Alexandre Texier is centering Felino and Bjorkstrand, and then Max Domi's with Grigorenko and Foodie. So I think a lot of people are expecting that Patrick Laine is going to line up with Domi, hmm. which is like maybe good. I don't know. I'm, I don't even know if I'm expecting that. I, honestly, I just expect Tortorella to shift around the lines around like every day, so it doesn't even matter like what will happen. Yeah. I think the, the main impact on the team and subsequently on like Laine's potential hockey card value is going to be on the power play, right? Like Columbus is yeah. one of the worst power plays in the league. And now, like, hopefully bringing Line in is going to jumpstart that and get them into, like, the top 10. Because if not, I'll tell you right now, Ryan, I'm, like, very nervous about Patrick Line's card value. Like, I wanted to buy a Line Young Guns, and I didn't. And now I'm kind of happy because maybe it's going to – you tell me, like, I, maybe it's spiked now because he's in the news, but – Columbus players aren't generally known for having high value young guns cards. No. So I actually did end up with, I, I think I only have one. I got a BGS 9.5, but the interesting thing with this trade is like purely from a hockey card world perspective, like the Dubois side is winning big time. Oh, of if course. you're looking at buying cards back in the off season, like November territory, Dubois was like 15 bucks. Line a was 60 Dubois is at 50 ish. Now, Line has gone up a bit too, but it's more like 75 to 90. So Dubois is over three times what he was, and Line is maybe one and a half times. So definitely the people in Winnipeg are very excited to have Dubois come, and I think they should be. And uh, yeah, I kind of, I'm flip flopping on whether I should sell that Line, you know, a few games into him being there, or see if he turns out to be that like prolific goal scorer that. He was always supposed to be. I just think that he was in a really good spot on the Jets. Like I, get, I know he really wanted to be in a better spot. Like he wanted to be playing with Shifley, but he was still playing with Ehlers, who we've seen all of a sudden now Paul Stasny and Andrew Kopp mm-hmm. are like having amazing weeks because of how good Ehlers is. Like I guess he can really turn it on. And Ehlers just hasn't like exploded as a superstar because he doesn't get on the top power play. But like now Line is going to switch to what? To play with Max Domi? Like what's the best case? Like Domi and Bjorkstrand, which I don't even think that might like, that might not, might not happen. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like Line A, I think it will be great for Columbus as long as Tortorella doesn't hate him. And specifically, like I said, for the power play. But I just can't see him reaching the upside that he would have reached in Winnipeg. I definitely agree with you there. And his cards won't either because, as you said, Columbus market. Now, the one thing for his hockey card is I might hang on to it until his next contract because maybe he doesn't like it in Columbus True. and he goes somewhere else. Smart. So, if anything, maybe the play here, tell me if this is dumb, but what if you buy Line A's, like wait, wait until he's in Columbus for a couple months. Hopefully, it's even not going that well and you get him for like kind of cheap. 
then you hope that as an unrestricted or he's a restricted free agent, but let's say he holds out and then he gets traded to like the Rangers or some like awesome situation and or the Leafs. I don't know. <laughs> and then all was, oh, the Habs, I guess, would be the ultimate, but the Habs already are stacked. Yeah, but, uh, that, that could work out. OK, here, this is what I've been looking for while I've been, recording. I've been multitasking. Here's my Alexandra Texier Ooh. Young Guns that I bought over the summer, probably for like a dollar as like a throw in. So imagine if he's lining up with Lionel Bjorkstrand. He's having a really good start to the year. How's yeah, that? that's probably already gone up a little bit. Probably not that much just because it's Columbus. But uh, that's the card I'm keeping in mind. I also have this one here. Oliver Bjorkstrand is really fun for the people listening to the audio. But this is the future, right? Like people care more about the video. It's so the future. Show off, our cool, show off our cool Columbus cards. Yeah, I mean, Texier definitely is a good one to watch. He's He's been doing pretty well, being put in a good spot. But again, like Tortorella runs his lines fairly evenly. He doesn't really, unless you're panarin level he doesn't really get you a lot of points and so i don't know and even about panarin anyone. yeah 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 like panarin like got a lot of points but then he went to the rangers and got like even more points so right it's kind of like maybe he was held back yeah here's by the way my uh nikolai ehlers which i also have a psa 10 of that so far it's looking pretty good i would love if with line a gone right now it hasn't happened but Maybe he could get on the top part. Right now it's Paul Stasny. Well, like, that's not that's not fair. So Winnipeg's actually really interesting. I was looking right right at this today. Ehlers has eleven points in seven games. Kyle Connor has nine in seven games. Uh, so I mean, he's having a great start to the season. Um, his cards have started to go up in value, um, like one and a half times what they were kind of in the off season kind of thing. Whereas Kyle Connor is really, really like two to three times as much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I bought a BGS 9.5 Ehlers in the summer. It was 50 bucks. Uh, and now it's like 80 ish. And I, I don't really see why that would go down given he's going to have all that opportunity now. Yeah. So yeah, I get. I think the big impact here is definitely like Dubois could be good. The Winnipeg's always been weird, right? Because it's like the only Canadian team where their cards aren't worth that much for some reason, as much as you'd expect, anyways. Yeah. But uh, you'd think of like Dubois is like I think a cool player. Like he's such a good, uh, like offensive player, and he's also like he's I don't know he has a reputation of of being responsible defensively. I've been seeing some like advanced stats people saying maybe he's not as great defensively as his reputation says, but. It could be a really nice fit. Like Winnipeg's been looking for a second line center forever. They have Paul Stasny now who's doing well, but he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. So Dubois is the future. If this team can kind of like figure their stuff out, it's like so far it's been a pretty decent start. Like they have obviously one of the best goalies in the league. Uh, their defense leaves a bit to be desired, but yeah, if they could get back in the playoffs and go on a run, I could imagine Dubois being one of the leaders of the team, especially if we're talking like in like a year or two from now when Blake Wheeler is starting to, you know, decline. All of a sudden, like maybe they're leading on like Dubois and Shifley and Connor as like an Ehlers. You know, it's like a really fun yeah. core of young players, actually. It's an exciting group to watch. I will say that if you're interested in Dubois, like today or the next little bit is probably not a good time to buy him because he's skyrocketed to about 50 bucks. And I mean, you can get some pretty good players at $50. I expect that to come down once the the hoopla is over. But then again, who knows? Maybe he shows up and he just destroys because he, ne- he's never been like let go. Like in Columbus, he's never been like given the ropes to just go get as many points as he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. So I guess this will be two players to watch as the time goes on and the and the you know supporting cast around like a texier i think texier is like the kind of guy you could buy right now probably still for pretty cheap yeah i should probably just look him up but uh okay i'm gonna look up texier right now a sold texier 141 for a psa 10 
on auction. What has happened since I've been away from hockey cards? I assumed it was going to be like $50 for a PSA 10. What's the raw going for? Jeez, man. I think okay, I saw well, like I'm glad I have this text under 10 Jesus. bucks, but maybe maybe that's a crazy multiplier. Maybe there just aren't a lot of PSA 10s, so like if you wanted one, like you got to be the guy that pays the money. Um I will say before we like get into like, oh, this player is up by a lot, like the entire market has kind of been going crazy since the season started. So everyone's sort of up, uh, and especially those that like you can't get a lot of for whatever reason, if they're an older player or, you know, Texier PSA 10s, nobody's graded them yet. Um, and the other thing we're seeing is like a player's points over you know, even the seven or eight games they've played now or over the season kind of doesn't matter. What really matters is, like, hype. So it's better for a player to have, like, one big game than to have, like, seven one-point games. As far as, as far as, like, selling a card, if you want to sell a card. Uh, obviously, you want a player that's going to be good long-term. But, like, we saw Oscar Lindblom destroy in one game and his cards went from like one to two dollars to like ten dollars overnight. Uh, same thing happened with Brock Besser when he had a couple snipes. Um, you know, it's just, it's just like as soon as a player does something huge, like cards just sell. Um, Did Brandon Sutter's card? I can't imagine that applies even to Brandon Sutter or Andrew Cobb. Um, I don't, I, I wouldn't have even looked those guys up, but maybe they did see a little uptake. I don't know. Do you even know what team? I'm, I brought it up now on eBay. Try to guess what team Brandon Sutter's on in his Young Guns card. Uh, Pittsburgh? No, it's uh, Carolina. Oh, wow. If, uh, like, but Today I, I learned. Sold... Actually, uh, the last sale of a Brandon Sutter Young Gun that I'm seeing on eBay is $0.99. Cents. So, yeah. But that's on January 12th, so that's before the hat trick. But come on, that'll never happen again. So nobody was really interested. So, yeah, I mean... It does matter who the player is, but certainly those like highlights that make the NHL sports. I don't know if people watch Sports Center still, but wherever you watch your highlights, Instagram these days probably. Um, that's that's going to matter a lot for you know card value. Yeah. And the other thing is like if you look at a guy like Elias Pettersson, who has done next to nothing, you'd expect if we're going just on points that his card value has at the very least plateaued or like even dipped, but nope, it's like twice as much as it was before the season started. Wow. I wonder if that will dip though soon, if he keeps on struggling. I know in fantasy, I'm starting to see people like wanting to trade him in their leagues, like right. for, for really shabby returns. But I guess for cards, I'm seeing a January 27th Pedersen, 170 ungraded okay yeah that's definitely a lot higher than it was last time i had checked that yeah yeah no like they're literally twice as much at best um and he hasn't done anything yet now i think like with a guy like that everyone expects him to turn it around if he goes mm -hmm. you know three months maybe you'll start seeing a dip but he's just a very likable guy and i guess that's my point is like it doesn't matter necessarily that you scored 10 points in five games the thing with petterson yeah it's just like he's he like it's just this amazing prospect and he's had like a good career so far but he hasn't like done anything like that exciting yet like he hasn't even had a, like he hasn't had a hundred point season you know so it's like make him like a super like he's a superstar in all of our minds because of the potential yeah so eventually this card value will go down if he doesn't turn it around we're just all assuming he will turn it around because he's Elias Pettersson yeah but 
definitely a weird start to the year. That's for sure. Bo Horvat is the guy like in fantasy it would be really hard to turn down. Like a, if you have Pedersen and someone's offering you Horvat for him, you might maybe consider it, but I guess for hockey cards, you're holding on to Pedersen for sure. Oh yeah. I actually looked up Horvat today just cause I was curious and his were going for about a hundred bucks in the off season. Now they're at one eighty, So he's going up too. That's Should one that be, I'd yeah. probably sell sooner than later, but he's actually younger than I thought he was. He's still like 25 or 26. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one guy who's gone up a lot and uh, you convinced me, I mean, it didn't take much convincing to sell is I actually bought a Tyler Toffoli PSA 10 right when, like the day I saw that he signed with Montreal, I like went on ComC and just clicked the button. It was like, I think $50, like maybe 60 after shipping. And I got it like three months, like, you know, I got it like a lot later, but yeah. it came like around end of November, start of December. And uh, after the hat trick, I wasn't even thinking about it. And then, like, we were talking about doing the show this week. And then you were like, do you have any Toffoli's? Like, yeah, I have a PSA 10. And, like, <laughs> it turned out that we were able to sell for $200. So uh, I flipped it. And I like Toffoli. I think he's going to continue to have a good year. So we'll see if I regret that. But probably uh, that's a pretty good, like, you know, I'm not going to turn away, like, a return of, like, over $100 profit. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you sold yours for 220 and it was 68 the day you bought it. I I also bought three raw ones at like eleven bucks each, and I sold one of them for forty five. So it's basically found money now. Um, I guess yeah. The thing with Tofoli and like any of these halves is that the halves look so good this year that I feel like this team might be the best in the North Division, and they could I think they're a reasonable bet to go on a playoff run this year. Like they're just so deep both like on forwards they have like an amazing top now like Tafoli's on the third line and he's getting hat tricks yeah. and then you have like with Kotkaniemi as his center and it was Armia who was doing really well well in at least one game then he got injured and now they have Corey Perry which isn't the worst consolation prize no. for a right winger on the third line then like on defense they've always been like five like you know they had like Weber and Petrie who are their two main guys now all of a sudden they have Romanov coming in and ha- having a big impact and then you know then they have their kind of like lunch paler guys that just like could play big minutes so i don't know it's just like they seem like and then of course carrie price and that right so i mean i probably don't even need to convince you but like this like their record stands for itself but it's just like i think if the habs going to run all these players their cards are going to go nuts because people are going to lose their minds like it's been forever since the Habs went on a long playoff run yeah that would be a reason to hold your habs but we still sold to foley just because it was such a huge uptick and he doesn't get hat tricks all the time he does not and i think if you're going to go habs like whether you're holding them or buying them today at like a higher price, I'd be leaning towards like Nick Suzuki or, you know, going for the big boy and carry price versus the Tyler Toffoli that, as you say, might get a hat trick here and there, but also is a very streaky player. So, you know, he could be in a playoff series or a playoff run where nothing happens for him. And then it doesn't even matter that he's on the team. Yeah, I remember watching some price PSA 10s in the off season and I saw like one go for a thousand and I was like, wow, that's expensive. And now I'm seeing one just sold recently for or 1100. So it's, it's, it's creeping up there. I guess that one's not going to go up as much just because it was already so high to begin with. It was, yeah. But if, as you say, if he does something big, it'll be crazy. Um, yeah. Another guy that I, I wanted to chat about who in the off season we're talking about like, oh my God, that's expensive is Jack Hughes. So it was sixty bucks in the off season. We were looking at it, going, I don't know that that could be pretty tough investment. But he's had a great start to the season. He's looking like a totally different guy, and uh, his cards are going from like one twenty to one seventy now. It's like a whole different ball game. 
yeah, I guess that's all it takes is he just needed to like actually be the player that people thought he was going to be last year. Like it was kind of crazy that he came into the NHL right out of college. It's super rare. Most players don't do that. And also he was coming into a team, like didn't have a lot of depth, like not a lot of people to help him. So yeah, he struggled. Uh, but yeah, seven points in six games so far. Like it's, I think it's helping him also that Nico Hishir is injured. Like, I don't think that'll help him like long-term, but it's right. like nice because he starts the year with all the spotlight. So he's the guy getting this team their wins for the most part. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, like, he probably won't keep up this pace, but the card value, but like this season, but in the future he could be great. And I like this devil's team also. I think they're like a sneaky bet to like rank higher in their division than people expected and maybe get like maybe the fourth spot or at least challenge, you know, for the playoffs. So I don't know if that also helps Jack Hughes. So at the same time, I wonder with such a big spike right now, that's my question to you is like with all these cards going up, do you hold or is it time to like flip? Like we, anyone who like got into this in the summer could just like flip everything right now, have made a nice tidy profit, walk away, wait till next yeah. summer, maybe and start over. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe, yeah. I think you have you to doing? be really strategic about it. Um, it really does come down to your hockey knowledge. Like if I had Jack Hughes, I'd probably be selling him today. If I bought him at $60 or less, um, because there's guys out there that haven't moved so much that you could invest in today. And, I think you could kind of reallocate your money. Um, But also it's a very tough time to be buying cards. You aren't finding a lot of deals. You're buying them at like quote unquote new prices because most things have gone up. Um, But that's just the reality of it now. Everything's kind of going up as more people are joining the hobby. More people are watching hockey. Um, The one thing that's really funny to me is people lost their minds on Lafreniere and it's kind of in, it's kind of related to Hughes because Hughes had a bad year his first year. So if you were one of the people that has a Lafreniere, like hang on to it. But it, I mean, as you know, six games and he's done nothing. Um, and people were buying his card for three or 400 bucks when it came out. Yeah. I'm still seeing one sold today on auction for two forty two on eBay. So it's not like it's tanked completely, but obviously anyone who bought it for 400, I guess they just really wanted it to display it. But uh, yeah, it's definitely, hopefully they flipped it quickly. But there's some sucker at the end of the line who overspent by $150 on that card. But maybe in the future, it won't matter because it'll be worth thousands. But yeah, yeah. like uh, it's tricky with a guy like Lafreniere. And it's also tricky. Like I uh, got still have one unopened box Ooh. of that 2020-21 Upper Deck. Like I was waiting just because I thought it would be... I don't know, I thought it'd be interesting to just hold it and maybe like sell the box one day or like open it sometime for fun. Now I'm kind of feeling like, you know, the Lafreniere has gone down. Like I maybe I blew it. Like maybe it wasn't worth it to hold it because there's not really any great, there's, there's uh, uh, what's his name? Byron. 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 Yeah. Like, I think those are like the kind of the only two exciting young guns in this set, at least right now. Like everyone else is just kind of a bland, boring player. Unless yeah. I'm missing someone. Well, there yeah. might be some guys that, that change your mind um but you know there's no one that's like blowing our socks off yet uh so i don't think you blew it like at worst case with a box that you keep is you sell it for the same price you bought it for um unless uh lafreniere is a bust but which i don't think is going to happen no. and then there's like no one that anyone wants in that box right but uh, oh yeah josh norris was in that set as uh, Ryan is say- Aaron is saying, and uh, he, I believe, has scored a goal today. Nice. So, yeah, that's one. Maybe he's like a much better player than people anticipated. 
he's been centering the first line on Ottawa playing with Brady Kachuk. So it's a good spot to be. in. I actually had him in my fantasy league and I just traded him yesterday hmm. for Ricard Raquel. So I'm, I've, I get this goal and then tomorrow morning the trade's going to process. So hopefully it's just a nice goodbye present and not like uh, Elon, you really blew it kind of thing. True, true, true. But okay. No one cares about that. Let's talk about some more cards. Uh, like what did you want to get to next year? I, I was, I thought like one fun thing to talk about would be, to talk about some players who have looked good this year that don't have a card yet and that I'm excited about their card to be released. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I pre-ordered Series 2. It comes out March 10th. So that's another month and a bit for these guys to be even mm-hmm. more exciting. Wait, how um, much did it cost for you to pre-order it? The, I don't know. The boxes are like 125 130 bucks. Can you still get them? I don't think so. Ah, Wish you call. Did you order like the max you could have, or could you have ordered more? I could sell you a box or two. I'll take a couple boxes. Can we lock it in right now? Sure. Boom! I'm in on series two. That's exciting. <laughs> I'm more excited about series two than series one. Like, I don't know if this is a hot take, but Kirill Kaprizov <sighs> is already looking like the guy we hope Lafreniere will be one day. Like, how much better? Like, maybe Lafreniere has a bit of a higher ceiling, but Kirill Kaprizov is so good. He's like taking this like team of nobodies aside from like Fiala and Parisi I guess you know and it's like like Minnesota's winning some games he's like clearly like I watched a wild game he's like all over the place and like doing beautiful moves he did like he didn't score but I don't know if you saw this like breakaway yeah. where then the guy was right on him and so he put it through his legs and tried to shoot it that oh, amazing yeah so uh yeah he's a I would he's a flashy player so I like I like that from a hockey card perspective um he's a bit older so like I'd kind of be a little worried from that perspective in the hockey card world like it's a player he's incredible um i'd probably i mean panarin yeah panarin's doing well true true but his cards never reach the same heights as some of those guys that were like chl stars right um it's like starting to really take off but it never really gets to the same level um for that reason i'm like a lot more excited about niels hoglander um in vancouver who Mm-hmm. again like flashy flashy player and that's why i'm excited i'm not thinking he's gonna be like a hundred point guy but people are gonna pay attention yeah like he's had a decent start he's on a three game point streak going into today's game against ottawa uh so yeah i think he's good like i i, I don't know it's like to me like I, i'm not gonna talk about hoglander and kaprizov in the same like segment you know just like to me it's like well, but i guess you're saying just because of the market in vancouver yeah bigger, yeah so. so my point is not in any way that hoglander is a better player but it doesn't matter sure <laughs> i don't know i think kaprizov is going to win the calder i guess we'll see like uh, what that does for him yeah uh but anyway series two but those are yeah so those are two fun players and there's like some more fun players that are going to come out in this box right like um i guess we're not going to be getting bowen by or not uh no we did Oh man, Byfield. Sorry, Byfield. Lots of bees that were. Uh, I get those two mixed up too. The yeah, but uh, so Byfield hasn't played yet. So hopefully he plays just a game at some point, just so that we can see his uh, card. Like same with Marco Rossi. I think he was gonna play, but then he got injured, so he wasn't able to. So there's some like fun players from this past draft that might come in soon. Uh, and then we've got like some guys coming out of nowhere, right? Pew Suter over on yeah. Chicago had that hat trick and he's been centering Patrick Kane. I think he's going to be a player. I'd love to see him even, I think he's going to be a UFA or like, you know, he, he's not signed right now long-term. Like I'd even love to see him go somewhere else. <laughs> Cause I think he's a talented player and it's like kind of, kind of you don't want to see him there. I mean, if, if I buy his hockey card and then if he could go to like the Leafs or like a bigger market, the Oilers or something like right. 
it could be big. Like he could play wing for the Oilers and he'd probably be a better option than most of the people they have. Though actually though, they're top six finally. People are very excited about Pooley right now getting on the McDavid line. Uh, the way, In my uh, main fantasy league, which is the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, which you're in as well. And uh, so I'm in the top tier. So it's like really competitive. And Pooley got to line one and the next day, he we use this a free agent bidding. This is like way too much information for people who don't play fantasy, but it's like you basically have $100 at the start of the year of fake money and then you like bid on free agents. And so you kind of want to use it wisely, right? But someone bid 33 of their $100 to get Pooley just because he was on the top line. That's how excited they were. And then the next game, which was the most recent game, he didn't really do anything there. And that's the thing with Edmonton, right? It's like, I don't know, like the lines might change, but imagine if Pooley sticks on the top line and with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins and like has himself a season. I got to imagine his card. Is this, his card's probably already spiking, right? Just yeah, because yeah. he's had a decent start. I wanted to talk about my boys, actually, Pooley <laughs> and Yamamoto, who I bought a few of at the beginning of my interest nice. in this whole endeavor, which uh Puglia Yarvi, I got cards at around 10 or 12 bucks and like it's an easy 30 now like no problem Sweet. um oh, Yamamoto and Yamamoto I got for about 20 in the off season now at like 40 which isn't as big an increase but like people didn't know what Puglia Yarvi was gonna do everyone knew Yamamoto was good already um but both those guys are looking incredible like they're not our best two players because it's pretty obvious who, who those guys are, but uh, definitely looking very, very, very good. Puglia is looking amazing on the puck and just doing like little things that, you know, he doesn't necessarily show up on the stat sheet every night, but he's noticeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely those oil and just like, there's people like you that love the Oilers. Yeah. So oh, tons of them. <laughs> oh, another, by the way, but speaking of people who are going to have a lot of people wanting to buy their card, wait for Romanov's card to come Ooh. out in series two. That's going to shoot up. He's doing amazing. And the Habs have needed like another good defenseman for so long. Like they just somehow in free agency, it was like the, like ever since Andre Markov left the team, I was like, you know, the Habs could really use defense. And then every free agency, there's all these good defensemen. Some of they don't get any of them. And they sign <laughs> someone really terrible. Like who was that guy for, like uh, Alsner right. or whatever out of Washington. Right. So it's like, now they've got their guy. I think that people are going to be really excited about Romanov. And I know normally you were always advising that like for hockey cards, you don't want necessarily the player who's like really valuable to their team. You want like the flashy guy putting up points, but just, I feel like in Montreal, it's like all different, right? It's just Habs yeah, fans are going to yeah. love who they love and want their cards. And Romanov, I think they just love him because he's fine, like a big minute eating, not terrible defenseman. That's yeah. not Petrie or Weber. Yeah. I mean, everything goes out the window when you start talking about Habs players, because they just get like, I don't know. It must be like a three to four times multiplier multiplier just by being in that Jersey. And, you know, he's having a good rookie season. His card's going to come out in Series 2. Like, that might be one of the most, if not the most expensive card in that box. Yeah. Still, if it's not Kaprizov, that's a, a travesty. But I guess you're probably right that it might not be. Okay, I'm going to throw three more, three or four more players. I don't even know. I guess you're going to do a whole other episode about it or many when Series 2 comes out. But, like, just it's exciting seeing these rookies. And then it's like, you know, too bad there's no cards to buy <laughs> of them. Like, Lankinen over in Chicago. Yeah. Like they came into the season, it was like they had three goalies. Who knew who was going to be the starter? Lankinen's got already, uh, I think it's three wins in a row now. A couple of them, or no, three games in a row now, two wins in a row, both against Detroit. But he's playing today against Nashville, 0 0 in the second period. So it's looking like mm. Lankinen's having another nice start so far, uh, 13 saves on 13 shots. It's like, obviously, this is like out of date by the time anyone listens to this. Uh, but we've got people in the chat here. Matthew, yeah. hello. Uh, he just wrote that uh, he was just in the most heartbreaking box break. So definitely tell us the story in the chat and then we'll uh, let people know what happened. But okay, so Lankinen's exciting, I think. 
I mean, you know, exciting in quotes. I guess Sorokin sure. hasn't been that good, but he's like, uh, people are excited about him. He's probably going to have a great career. So his card's going to come out. There's also that goalie on Washington, right? Vanacek, yep. who's been playing since Samsonov's been injured. So he's like looking pretty good. Uh, Ke'Andre Miller, defenseman on the Rangers, just got himself his first goal. It's like, Ty Smith. Ty Smith. Who's been, who That's had a, a high, hot streak to start the season. Like, yeah. this is going to be a, a hot set of cards. So, yeah, you you can't change your mind now after we've talked about this. You already told me you're giving <laughs> me two boxes. So Well, maybe we'll have to break a couple in. open on the show or something. Hey, whatever it takes, man. <laughs> Just, I hope it won't be like that last one we opened of Series 1 where my best player was like that goalie on Toronto that I forget his name already. <laughs> kind of a useless one, yeah. It was all terrible. The best card I got was like McDavid wearing a suit. And you were like, that's a hit, right? Did you ever sell that for me? I did. Yeah. I think it sold for maybe 45 bucks. Okay. So if someone wants it, <laughs> yeah. enjoy. All right. So uh, what do you think? Let's talk about some of these uh, other cards we invested in over the summer. Yeah. So why don't you tell me maybe your favorite investment, which I hope is not Tyler Toffoli. Yeah. So it, well, it, that obviously it's turning into my oh, favorite. I already sold it. Like it's over now. Um, Okay, let's. Can we talk about maybe uh, Thomas Shabbat, who I bought both uh, PSA ten and I have a raw yep. that I bought here that I wanted to send, and then you told me that the grade won't be so high, so I guess I decided not to send it. So I hope you're just wrong, and, or whatever. I'll sell it raw sometime, but because it doesn't look bad, like to the naked eye. I don't know if anyone you can't see it through here, anyways. But uh, yeah, how's Shabbat doing? Because the sends. I mean, the sense haven't been great. Yeah, but... so, I mean, I got a bunch of Shabbat as well, and I'm still excited about him, but he's one of the surprising ones for me. Like, I, his raw was going for 20 25 bucks. Um, Maybe you could find a deal, but, like, it's not really much better. Like, I'm still seeing sales in that neighborhood. Like, maybe get 30 but, like, it's not in the range where, like, you're making any money yet. Hmm. All right. So I guess the Sens actually do need to become a good team one day before people are going to really care about their cards. How about uh, this guy? Okay, this guy's got to be doing hot right now. Josh Anderson mm. over on the halves. These halves guys. I actually have this Anderson. And then I also have a lot of four that I bought, but I was feeling cheap. It was like in the States. And so I asked the, them to just mail it to these friends of mine that live in New York. Uh, you know, I guess assuming at some point I'll be able to go visit them and get it. And right. It's looking like that might be a really long time before I can go get those cards. So I have a lot of four Josh Anderson young guns that I have no idea how they look. But well, maybe you can them. just get those friends to ship it out to someone if you sell it. I know. The thing <laughs> is, like, when I messaged them to be like, hey, can I have these cards shipped to you? They were like, "On the only condition is you don't ask me to do any work. Mm. So, so I feel no. like... I might have to cut. So cut what? In and like, what did you yeah. buy your Josh Anderson for in the offseason? So I think. So the first Josh Anderson I bought before the trade, and it was like a buck or two. And then I remember. Then I bought a lot of four of them. That also, it was like right when the trade happened, yeah. and it was like one of these like rush and buy it, buy it now. And I think it was like eight or nine dollars. So it was like basically nothing. So for like five Josh Anderson. two bucks a piece. Yeah, let's say two bucks a piece. Yeah, so you're doing great on Josh Anderson and. The story, the moral of the story is go buy things when people get traded to Montreal. I think yeah. that's what we're finding out because, like, Josh Anderson's are going from 15 to 20 bucks right now. So, yeah, like, could go up. That's have to go on this cup run. My math is bad, but that's like seven to 10x. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of busts here. I bought a lot of cards of guys that I thought might be good, like Frank Vetrano, who's doing nothing over on Florida. Should have gotten myself a Carter Verhage. I knew? have one of those, actually. I actually oh, yeah? I pulled it out of a box, so I can't say that I flipped it. 
but uh yeah his value i think he's he's not going crazy like it's still like eight bucks maybe but yeah his have gone from like the dollar pile to you know having some value yeah and we'll see i mean it's only been like three games for florida because they've had so many games postponed but if he sticks with you know barkov all season and has himself a year that's all of a sudden something here's a couple like uh, regrettable ones now that i'm seeing i don't think i spent too much but here's two guys who got bumped from their top power plays we were expecting big seasons for but uh Anthony D'Angelo here has uh, already been bumped by Adam Fox. And like, I can't imagine he'll get it back anytime soon. Or maybe he does, but I don't know. I think that like, I only spent like $5 or something on it, but right. I can't imagine that's gone up. He's like in the doghouse, got benched for a game. Yeah. I think Adam Fox was the big buy there. Right. Because yeah, definitely. he like, he's amazing. He still is a good buy. Actually. If you're talking about guys to buy, Adam Fox is still one of them. Like you can get it under 20 bucks, which when you're talking oh, yeah. about like some of the best defensemen in the league, like we just talked about Shabbat, who is a similar price, like go get Adam Fox. It's still like, obviously you could get it for a lot cheaper earlier, but it's still not crazy. Honestly, like uh, Aaron is saying here in the chat, like watching Fox this year, he's at Makar level and obviously Kale Makar, like ungraded, I'm sure is like a hundred dollars or something close to that. You can tell me, but uh, an Adam Fox, you're saying is less than 20. And what's the difference? Like at this point, we're looking at five points in six games for Adam Fox. He's on the top power play, just like Makar. He's going to, if he sticks there, he's like with like Zabanja, Zabanja's had like a bummer start to the year, <laughs> but uh, you know, like big names on the Rangers. Like I could definitely see, and also, like, the uh, New York, correct me if I'm wrong, is, like, a bigger market than Colorado, or at least equal. So I think that's a really smart point. That, like, unless it's just, like, Makar won the Calder, and now he just has this shine on him. Yeah. And I don't take anything, anything away from Makar. He's having a great second year also. Like, he's awesome. And Colorado's probably going to go on a longer run than the Rangers. But the Rangers look like they could be good in a year or two. I thought they looked good this year. So far, it hasn't really come together. But, uh, yeah, I like that advice a lot, actually. I think that's my main takeaway right now is go buy uh, Adam Fox. Especially, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you get it cheap, I mean, the other defenseman that we talked about a lot is Rasmus Dahlin, who has done almost nothing, and oh. his cards have increased a bit. I think just because people are watching again. But he's another one you could probably still go get if you still believe, as I do, that he's going to be a very good defenseman in the league, uh, and he, like his is a little bit more dependent on his team like finally figuring it out uh whereas like i think fox is going to be okay because they've got talent there but yeah actually like uh so you, how much is a dalene raw going for right now same as fox like around 20 dollars uh i haven't looked up the raw but i bought um a bgs 9.5 at like 85 in the off season and those are like nice. between 130 150 now um so you can even get graded cards at like a reasonable price like i'm super into darlene and i'm into him like this season like i know it's been yeah. a slow start but i think the turnaround is like like now like next like last game he got an assist right. on the power play took four shots like he's getting all the power play time it's like a power play with with taylor hall and jack eichel like i I think it's like weird that he had a such a slow start to the season and maybe I don't know what happened. Like maybe just, you know, there's no training camp, right? It's a weird year. It is. And you have to give some players some slack for uh, maybe not having the best starts. Like, uh, so we, I mentioned Zabanajad, yeah. like Malkin. Like, I think these guys are going to turn it around. It's a uh, bit. So yeah, Dalian's a good buy. It's a bit tough to see his value 
like it's a bit more all over the place like a lot of two sold for 60 but most of them are going for like 35 40 so it's still quite a bit more than adam fox which just like kind of doubles down on the reasoning to go get a couple adam fox cards well yeah i guess that's for sure and with dalene though i think like it's just a matter of time before he has his first multi-point game and like you said it just takes a big game for cards to go up so maybe that's like the one where you just buy now wait for a spike and you can even sell right away make it like a, a game stop type situation <laughs> right like, try to sell oh and by the way i was going to mention the other defenseman that i bought that we thought was going to be in a good spot and hasn't worked out so far is neil pionk mm. over here who's been bumped by Josh Morrissey. So we'll see how long that lasts. But if Pionk isn't on the top power play in Winnipeg, that's going to really hamper his star power. So maybe those yeah, are some uh, bad buys. I didn't really see him going up like crazy just because, you know, he doesn't really have that star power. He kind of landed there and was doing well, but I don't know. He didn't get a lot of attention. I don't even know if Morrissey will either though. So yeah, I don't know about the blue line in Winnipeg. It, I'd, I'd be looking at their forwards, I think. Um I got myself a Joel Farabee. I'm thinking I should have sold that one when he had that four-point game to start the year, right? Yeah, his cards exploded. Um, it was nuts. I think they've come back down to reality a little bit. But it really shows you that if you're like really paying attention and you've got like your list on eBay thumbs like ready to go, um, you can turn a profit on a night where a guy just goes crazy. Man, so yeah, it's a... You got to really take it seriously, I guess. And be, like, this is our first time sort of being in season collecting these cards. So are you doing that at all? Like, have you been like flash listing cards when players have good games? Yeah. I mean, like uh, the story with the Toffoli was like, I wanted to go to bed, but then I was looking at it and I was seeing how well he did and the prices. And I was like, okay, well, before I go to bed, I have to list this card because it's nuts right now. Uh, and it sold like by the time I'd, I'd woken up. So yeah, I think like in certain cases, um, I also, I got a few Brock Besser PSA 10s, uh, like two days before the season started. Um, and then he had that big night where he had two like really nice snipes. Everyone was like, oh my God, Brock Besser is back, which I think to some extent is true. Um, he's got four goals and two assists in eight games now. So it's not like he's scoring two nice goals a night. Um, but his cards went nuts that night like absolutely crazy um i didn't end up selling one but they are like at 200 ish dollars and i got mine at 128 and i kind of see them as soon as Pedersen figures it out like he's gonna go for the ride yeah that's a was a smart buy it seems like vancouver just has a lot of fans yeah so you just need to have a player that's decent enough uh, i guess like thatcher demko had that huge bump in mm -hmm. the playoffs like right at the end and then he had like a terrible start to the year i wonder if that would have been a good time to buy now he's had a good game against the sens and now he's playing against the sens again that's obviously a good time to uh, raise your fantasy stock or you're just like yeah real life stock uh so i wonder if demko like yeah what, what happened with him i don't know i'm just throwing like random names at you and i'm like as if you like know it all by heart but i'm just curious now because wasn't demko going for like 50 60 dollars yeah he was uh, really now i'm high. seeing where now i'm seeing we're down to like 30 or 40 yeah uh, i think they've come back down to reality as well and and I don't, I don't know where his is going. Like goalies are harder for me because especially this year, um, goalies are like splitting games and there's just so much unreliability in the league this year that I'm not really sure how to judge them. Obviously if, if Vancouver goes to the playoffs again and he's the star, like I don't mind that, but I'm not going out to get 
um, Demcos. But speaking of playoffs, actually, I, I was looking at like all the cards I'd got, um, and I got Braden Point, two of them, uh, like at 130 bucks. They're BGS 9.5s, um, and they haven't really gone up that much. So he could be another guy to target as like a guy that you could actually still buy like now um, if you're like looking to get a few cards because for whatever reason, like Tampa's, I don't know, like Braden Point isn't really in the news, but by the time playoffs roll around, like, guess what? Like Braden Point's back. Yeah, exactly. He's going to go on a long run. I think that's a very smart buy. I've heard some quotes from Stamkos just saying how amazing Point is. Yeah. Like he loves him. So I, I like that advice. Can I can I throw a player at you who I think you should sell his card sure. right now? This is not a Toffoli situation where he's spiked recently. And so it's like a good time to sell. This is a guy who's probably on his way down, but it's still pretty high. So I, I say sell before it's too late. And that is Matt Murray. Oh. He sucks. Yeah. Matt Murray sucks, so- man. Remember when I told you not to buy him in the off season? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I listened to you, yeah. and I'm glad about that. But for anyone who did buy, like I'm seeing a Matt Murray Young Guns, like non graded, sold for seventy six dollars on eBay yesterday. And like I'm telling you, this guy, if you watch that last game against the Canucks, those were like soft goals. Now Hogberg's in today. Like I like Murray's gonna obviously have a long leash, but I do not. I just like worry that he might not be that good i could be wrong it's very hard to predict goalies well but he was like one of the worst goalies in the league last year yeah and he's looking like one of the worst goalies this year so at what point do people stop paying money for matt murray young guns cards because he won two cups in his first two seasons i don't know that's a that's actually a great question i don't know if there's that many goalies that you can look at that like won early and then dropped off a cliff kind of thing um but yeah, as you say, he was bad last year on Pittsburgh. I don't know why we'd expect him to be good on Ottawa. Um, but he does have those two cups. Like he's got a bit of a legacy going on now. Like seventy five bucks is pretty high um, for a Take Matt it. Murray card. Like I wouldn't be buying that. Uh, yeah, I'd be selling it. Yeah. I could, so anyways, that's yeah. Not, that's my advice there. So yeah. whatever. I'm with you. You could use if you could use a cool seventy five. Take it now before it turns into thirty five. You know, you, you know uh, what you could do with seventy five dollars is you could probably Adam Fox. you could buy like four Adam Foxes, <laughs> but you could go out and get Carter Hart, whose cards for some reason haven't been skyrocketing. Um, they've been kind of staying the same, and uh, I, I, I've always been into the Carter Hart buy. Carter Hart uh, had a bad last game, but it was then, then he like almost like made up for it by smashing his stick in a funny way. That was great. So then people are like talking about Carter Hart. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I love Carter Hart. Look at this guy. Yeah. Look at the passion. So I bet you his hockey card value like even went up just because he smashed his stick. So maybe it is a good well, one. And like, if you, if you watch that game, which I watched a lot of it, like the reason he's smashing his stick is he got scored on a lot, but none of them were him. Like he was getting absolutely left out there by himself it looked like a shinny game yeah okay so that's fair well that was against uh pittsburgh well whatever it doesn't matter so all in the past now uh like uh, brian elliott has looked good uh, obviously his cards aren't going to be doing anything <laughs> but it's nice to see but uh since we're talking about the flyers um i was super into connect in the off season for obvious reasons he was great okay. last year that's um, a great start his cards were like, I got one for eleven dollars. Like I don't know why, uh, they were so cheap. That's but amazing. Now they're like twenty five, thirty, which I still think is not nuts. 
Um, and he's really turning into a star on that team. It's weird. Like, yeah, because I honestly think that there's upside for more. Yeah. Because even though, he, like, he's putting up these big numbers and he's doing it, like, not even getting, like, the best deployment, you know? Like, he's, like, you would think he's, like, top line, top power play, playing, like, 20 minutes a game because he's clearly their best player. But it's, like, in the last game, he played 16 minutes and 44. Right. The game before, like, 12.55. Like, not even on the top power play. And I feel like for fantasy, whatever, you could be like, oh, it's kind of concerning. Maybe for this year, it's a good sell high. But, like, for hockey cards, if you're saying it's $25 now, like, imagine – I think it's just a matter of time before he is getting that top deployment there. Like, yeah. JVR and Giroux or all these, like, older players aren't going to be, like, ahead of him for much longer. Yeah. So – yeah, I think that's a really good buy. Yeah, and and Philly rolls three like really good lines every night, right? It's not, it's kind of like the Columbus situation, except all three of their lines can score goals and like do things, whereas they're not they're not just running three shutdown lines. Um, I do like think maybe he should be on that top power play, but as you say, it's he's going to be a star on that team for a while, and the young guys on that team are starting to have an impact as well. So I don't see them being a bad team anytime soon. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, a lot of the, you're right. The young players like Nolan Patrick yeah. kind of uh, really stepping up this year. I hope he can stay healthy. He's another guy that would have maybe been a good buy. Cause he was probably like super cheap uh, over the summer. Like he didn't even know if he was going to be able to play this well, season. He was kind of another one that was like Jack Hughes, right? Where like, because he was such a high pick, like his cards never got, quote-unquote really cheap um so it was always a bit of a risky buy but yeah i mean obviously he had a great night the other night and he's got the talent so as long as his health doesn't get in the way i i think he's gonna be great Mm -hmm. yeah so it's so fun it's it's cool to follow all these players that are doing well and see how their cards are doing is there anyone that's like surprising you like either like they're doing really well. I guess you've mentioned a couple that have like done well and their card hasn't gone up like a Konechny. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw you wrote in this list here, like somehow Max Domi's card has been going up even though he's been terrible. Yeah. I mean, I think this might be partly like I identified a card I could buy low, like his PSA tens in the summer were $50. And so I bought one because $50 was like at the lowest end of PSA tens possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're at like 90 to 100, which is kind of where you expect a PSA 10 of like a player that is good, like not even great or like amazing, but good tends to yeah. tends to land. And so, yeah, it's kind so of do doubled. But yeah, like, do I sell it? I don't think so. I like you wait for line a, right? And hope yeah. that he and line a click. Right. Yeah. I see more from Domi. Like he's got he's got a good story. He hasn't done a lot lately but we know he has potential to do a lot um and he could once he gets the hang of that system which i imagine with no preseason getting just dumped onto the columbus blue jackets is pretty tough yeah. uh, i think that actually could be a good spot for him i mean he has to have tortorella not hate him sure that's a big and so he could actually get some ice time but he's a good playmaker right yeah. and line a is a good finisher so theoretically this should be a really good fit for both of them yeah then again, it's Columbus, so how high can their card values even go? Right. Uh, by the way, so one guy I've got to ask you about since you're an Oilers fan. So Tyson Barry has not had a great start to the Oilers season. He's already been bumped from the top power play. Everyone was like, okay, for sure he's going to be the top power yeah. play quarterback. Who else do they even have? And, uh, like, Especially once the, uh, their recently high draft pick got injured, uh, Bouchard. So now it's like, 
you'd think it would be a, a done deal, but he's done nothing. And already it was Darnell Nurse on the top power play for the last couple of games. So I'd imagine that it's already looking like Barry is not going to be a hit in Edmonton. He's probably not going to stay there after this season. Yeah, I uh, mean, yeah. I wouldn't say that quite yet. I think the jury is still out. I definitely bought a bunch of his cards and like they're not going through the roof and nor do I expect them to be with how he's done. Um, but, you know, from the coach's perspective, the power play wasn't working and they went back to something they've done before, which was Darnell Nurse being on the power play. I don't see that as a permanent situation. Like, I, I really don't see him being their power play quarterback. He just, he makes too many mistakes coming through the neutral zone. And, like, they, like, because of him, they're often chasing the puck on their own power play. So, I don't see that lasting. That's not to say that Barry ends up being the guy, but I think he's going to get another shot at some point and maybe we'll see it work out again. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's, it's possible at this point. Like if you could buy him super cheap, I'd be down, but I would be uh, just for the potential benefit because it should be there, but it's definitely not the start to the season that we were hoping for from Tyson Barry. We're looking no. at two assists in eight games. No. And, and like, it's a little bit of like, was it Barry or was it, the Oilers couldn't score on their power play, right? Like, I don't think it was necessarily him. They just had to change something. Um, yeah, well, in the end, also, they have a kind of team where it's like they have such amazing players, yeah. like not at the point, you know? Like, yeah. they'll have McDavid and Drysaddle and Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto, or, or I guess Yamamoto's not there, unfortunately. But, like, you know, like those awesome players, like, are going to want to be playing with it, playing with the puck and passing it around around the net. Maybe there's no point of, like, passing it back to the defenseman to take a shot and, like, waste an opportunity when you could be giving it to McDavid and getting him to do something. Yeah, well, I think, like, with Barry, like, he's a good passer, so it actually does work out. Um, if it gels, the weird thing about that power play is they changed two things at once. So they had chase on in that, like, uh, to the left of the net spot. And he's supposed Mm -hmm. to be there and just jam the pucks in when he gets them. Right. But he can never do that. It's extremely frustrating to watch. Those guys obviously always get him the puck there and it never goes in. So they put Puglia on the power play. Uh, you've seen Yamamoto briefly, and things went better. And so, like, they didn't just switch out Nurse for Barry. They also changed the guy that is in that extremely important position, and uh, things are working. Yeah, so we'll see. I see James Neal's also back. So maybe James Neal's back. Top power play. Yeah. But yes, that's been Oilers talk with Ryan and Elon. <laughs> <laughs> Any other uh, hockey cards you want to talk about here? Like, the, I, I forgot how time just flies by. It does. Doing the show. It's already been an hour. Yeah. Um, why don't we wrap but, up with a guy that we've talked a lot about? Like, we've talked about constantly, and we're always like, why is this card so low? Um, uh, okay. And that is our man in Colorado, Miko Rantanen. Six goals, two assists in eight games to start the season. And, you know, before the season, we were like, why is he 28 bucks? Why can you get his card so cheap? And now he's at like the $50, $60 range, which seems much more appropriate. Yeah, so that was obviously a good investment. And I think I was one of the ones. I feel like for 20, I couldn't have been like poo-pooing it too much. But I wasn't like expecting it to go up so crazy. So that's awesome. He's having an amazing start to the year. He and McKinnon are just, they're best friends. They're, they're And it's like just magic happens like what was that last game against san jose like they won like seven to three yeah uh, i mean to be fair yeah. san jose is not very good but yeah oh yeah they're exciting to watch yeah no the sky's the limit i think they're my cup favorite at the moment 
They so. definitely have that going on. And, uh, you know, they've got Kadri, who no one even talks about anymore. And uh, he's very it's good. wild. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Ryan Graves was a healthy scratch in the wow. last game. It's like, how good are you that Ryan Graves is a healthy scratch? Last year, he was like a really solid defenseman. But I guess that's what happens when you bring in Bone Byram and Devon Taves and like all of these good defensemen and they have all these good forwards. Like Brandon Saad is just like a complimentary piece also playing with Nazem Kadri. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Aaron is saying he owns 35 Rantanen. So, so that's the question. Are you going to sell? You've had a big, huge profit potentially. I think it's still I, going up, it's right? Hold. Like if you think he, he's the cup favorite, uh, like you got to wait to the playoffs to sell Colorado cards unless it's like, you know, one of their like tertiary players, but one of their stars, like I think they're going to go up as they do things in the playoffs. Yeah, all that they need to do is not have all their goalies get injured and have to rely on Michael Hutchinson. Or I guess this year would be Hunter Miska. But uh, yeah, like Grubauer is, by the way, we should look at him. Like he's like, you know, going into the year, I think a lot of people was like, it was allowed to be Grubauer or Francis as the, oh, Francis is by the way, one of the people who were in the series one. Yeah. And unfortunately he's been injured. And so obviously he hasn't gone up. And so, but Grubauer has gotten the opportunity to be an undisputed starting goalie. And I'm seeing that his young gun sold for $1.99? Uh, this a couple of days ago, fourteen ninety nine. Like, yeah, he doesn't. I could see him. Yeah, he doesn't get surprising. a lot of hype, right? Like, he's kind of like Kudobin last year, where I don't know. Like, he's they're obviously good goalies, no question about it. But nobody talks about Grubauer, or at least I don't hear anything about Grubauer. Um, well, he might be. I think if you could get for less than ten bucks, I think there's a decent chance he's the cup winning starting goalie. Yeah. So that's going to be worth something at some point. Not worth, not worth, uh, or sorry, definitely worth a shot. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. So fun. So many cool cards to talk about. I know. Uh, but I guess we should probably let's wrap call it, it up at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was excellent talking hockey with you again. And uh, next week we're going to have a really cool show. We're going to have Aaron back on talking about Com C the marketplace where as a seller you can put all your cards into it and it kind of sells them for you or as a buyer you can kind of use it like ebay and go find lots of good deals yeah i loved your show with aaron a couple weeks ago it was a lot of fun to listen to and looking forward to learning about com c that's how i got my tofoli and right. ryan said i should have bought like five of them at the time <laughs> so yeah it'll be a blast good deals over there all right well thanks for coming on again elon and uh, until next time go get them young guns mm-hmm.